Welcome to another episode of Consider This. Today, uh, I've got two good friends, um, people that I look up to, particularly on this topic. No kidding, actually. Uh, really do appreciate both of you and your love for the Lord, your love for his mission, and your devotion to do it in a way that has consistency and uh, kind of a kind of a genuineness. We're, we're talking about prayer. We're talking about specifically um, how, how do we pray about how much to give? When we're talking particularly about our It's Time the capital campaign that we're in the middle of. And, you know, we really thought uh, this Sunday I'm going to be preaching on that from Second Corinthians chapter 9, in which the word prayer does appear in the text, but not in the same way that we're really talking mm-hmm. about it. So we are going to be asking our people to pray about how much to give and uh, and maybe even how to give. So there's a there's a demeanor, there's a, a an approach that we need to have about this. And so last week we talked about gratitude on Sunday morning. This week we're going to be talking about how prayer becomes an integral part in that. And I think it's it's easy. I could just say, boy, I want you to go back and I want you to go home and pray about this. But what does that actually look like? So I haven't introduced him yet, but uh, if you're on camera, you can tell who it is. So I have Scott Irwin, um, who works in our college ministry, and then Paul, who oversees our adult ministries here at Sunnybrook. Um, and so, uh, Paul, you're actually heading up the prayer team for yep. this yep. campaign, right? Actually, that and Scott's helping me out. We actually okay. have something coming up pretty quick and a, a prayer walk, which I think is going to be a lot of fun for our church body to be a part of. So, yep, doing that, and it's been it's been rewarding, uh, good, um, but uh, it has also put it in the forefront of my mind too. The idea when you use the word term prayer. The word that comes with it in the in the packet was revealed in prayer. Yeah, and I think of that word uh, that a lot of what happens in prayer is is are we for the first time maybe making decisions that we feel like we make, and then God is revealing something maybe in the process of that that leads to some of the emotions that come with prayer. So uh, to me, it's that whole process is critical in what God is doing in me. Uh, and in our family, so Julie and I, uh, as we, we ask the question specifically on specific things like this giving uh, campaign. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're in a lot of different teams because I know you're on the lead gifts team and you're mm-hmm. also now on the prayer team. Mm-hmm. Are you on another one as well or is that the, basically nope, the, those two, two. the two? Um, so I, I get this a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you do too, right? Uh, from college students that are wanting to take a maybe a short-term or a long-term mission endeavor. Paul, you've been around long enough to, mm-hmm. to get a number of these. You get a letter in the mail, you open it up and, hi, my name is Jim Johnson and I'm a senior graduating from Oklahoma State University and I want to tell you about an opportunity mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be going to Thailand for this summer, and uh, the cost is going to be $5,000. And I want you to, before anything else, I want you to pray. Mm-hmm. I want you to pray for me. I want you to pray, 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 pray. So it's the most important thing. It's the most valuable thing. But then there's this part at the bottom that cuts you cut off, right? And it's not, it, it'll say on there, I commit to pray. But in the end, there's also a donation amount. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's I don't think it's disingenuine, but I, I just think we say that so quickly. Yeah. The most important thing that you can do is pray. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person that stops and says, Okay, like what specifically am I praying for? Mm-hmm. And then how do I specifically know if like God has answered that? So prayer is not mm-hmm. just I mean something I'll just take off the table. Obviously prayer is not one way communication. Prayer is yeah. I speak to God, God speaks back. That mm-hmm. I reveal myself to him and he reveals himself to me. And so there is this this communication mm-hmm. piece, right? It may not be audible communication, but right. there is a communication. Um so prayer is 
fundamental and important and genuine. And so all of those things we're just going to basically assume. But when we're, when we're talking about this to our people and we're asking them to pray, to pray for God, to reveal himself and to help them know what and how to give, particularly to this campaign, what are we what are we talking about? Like what can our people begin to expect? Paul, mm-hmm. your your thoughts that you want to take a kind of a running wow. shot at this? It's such a broad mm-hmm. question and it's there's I mean, I just think of um the emotion and the the process of that. It is I don't know if you like to go to the doctor or not. I'm not a big let's go to the doctor because they're gonna prod and poke and ask uncomfortable questions and questions I don't want to ask answer, you know, necessarily. So, um, and I think sometimes one of my holdbacks to putting everything in front of God is like, he already knows, but if I like a formally invite him into that process, it's kind of scary because I, to be honest, I don't want to hear what he has to say because Mm -hmm. I already know kind of what he might say. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, there's a fear piece of that. There's Mm -hmm. a fear like, Yes, I like to say that, God, you're in control of every aspect of my life. But when you talk about specifically praying in the process of giving, I it's convicting and it is self-aware that I am holding way too hard on things that I think I have control over, like the money that comes into my salary, the, it's in my checkbooks, in my savings, uh, how I flesh that out and in the other things that I use with that. It's very, wow, I am I'm very acutely aware of how selfish I am mm-hmm. with all things mm-hmm. that I calling myself a steward of God with these things that I'm going, I'm not a steward of it. So, um, you know, that is, that is the depth of, of, of what we're asking. Are you willing to put yourself under the microscope of this one that we claim is in control and that we do love and that loves me more than I could ever know? Am I trusting him with all things by saying, God, I submit to you. And I I'm gonna, I want to begin this process of God. What what do you want to do in my family's life, in the Weiss family life, to to show that uh, my gratitude and that I'm trusting you with this? That becomes uh, taking that jump yeah. off yep. and doing that. That I have found probably not as much as I needed to in the in the thirty some years of marriage uh, to have done. But every time that I have walk through that process and we have sat down and said we're intentionally doing this that god has revealed some things about me and revealed a lot about himself that he is trustworthy that he is faithful and that he is who he says he is and he shows up in that um and it looks like me changing some things in myself and how i view uh the things that i have so one of the things that you you know i I like them i like the use of metaphors and i like how you said so when I, when I asked the question, what are we asking people to do? You know, you gave them a very helpful picture of it, mm-hmm. which is to go to God in a way that is vulnerable, mm-hmm. to go to God, to have a conversation with him, to speak honestly and openly, to be, mm-hmm. to be, uh, uh, again, vulnerable, to be, mm-hmm. to be willing to hear what he's going to say, which is by the way, just that that's, that's a big aspect of prayer. Mm-hmm. But so part of this, when I'm talking about God, how much should I give? There is a vulnerability piece mm-hmm. to this. So we're saying when you pray about this, pray vulnerably. Mm-hmm. Like pray wanting to hear. Don't pray wanting for God to confirm what you already want or know. And God, hey, this is kind of what I want. I need you to get check the check the box. 
God's going, no, I'm not going to just check the box. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of move through this. I'm going to, you know, you already, you already have an idea in your head. Let's talk about how you got there and let's talk Mm -hmm. about your priorities. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden God moves to Medlin Mm -hmm. and wow. I mean, Mm -hmm. I like the vulnerability piece. Scott, anything else you want to add? We're going to come back to this. We don't really have a lot of questions. We're going to keep going back to this. So Scott, what what, what would you, what would you say? So, I mean, for another, for another time, uh, prayer is a, such a mysterious thing to me and it, it's not natural it's not a thing that i naturally feel like i'm good at um i i have to i have to be reminded of the value of prayer probably more than i'd like to admit and so like whenever i think about especially with this particular this campaign and, and how do we pray about what we should give um the things that i that have been challenging to me is it's it's a twofold like double-edged sword it's both god wants me to come to him with a a surrendering heart that says god i want to do whatever you want me to do and and so there's a fatherly come to me about this come to me and then there's the the other side of the that that i think has a little more of a sharper edge which is okay so you you claim that i am sovereign (laughs) overall You s- and I want to talk about this one area. Yeah and, yeah, and and you say that that I own everything, that everything I have is yours. Let's really see how 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 that is for you. Yeah, it's because I've just found in my life that I can I can believe one thing and then pray differently, and then when God goes, hey, those th- those you you say you believe this, but then you act this way. Yeah, let's bring those together, and then what happens when you do that? And so the challenging part has been. Um, I was just reading something the other day, and it, it was just talking about Abraham having um, having everything and possessing nothing. It was in the context of him um, being willing to take his only son. God keeps reminding him, your only son, your yeah. only son. Yeah. And it was the son that everything was hinging upon, yeah. that Abraham was so desperate for. And God was like, no, take him up, and you're going to sacrifice him to me. And it was in the, in the, in the willingness and the desire to, to obey I mean, and so the what he was the the author was saying was he had everything and he possessed nothing, and and so his his point was we need to approach God with this posture of relinquishing. You know, I think about the hands being open. Yeah. Um, and so it's a recognition of like who is God that I would ask Him of this and that He would provide and that He's already provi- provided and that He owns and that He, you know. Yeah. There just has to be a, who is this God I'm talking to? Yeah. Before I can really say, yeah, God, what do you want me to do? You know? Yeah. Um, well, and even huge. when we say it, like if I say it quickly, hey, I would like for you and Ryan to pray about how much to give. I'd like for you and Julie to pray about how much you could give. I'd like for you and Patty to pray for how much you're going to be giving. And then we, we kind of know what we're going to do. But let's say if someone did not have our backstory, right, right. did yeah. not have the depth yeah. of our faith. They would go, oh, okay, I'll go pray. God, should I give ten thousand dollars? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I guess so. He'll let me know. Yeah. Should I give five? <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of open one eye. Should I give three? Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, you know, what am I waiting for? Is yeah. it going to come by text? Is it going to come by? <laughs> well, I think the best way to do that is pray like on the hour. And if you have one of those clocks in your house that goes off every hour, 
kind of work it and watch that second hand come around and when it's five minutes go ten five and then three and it rings and you go there it is there it is that's how you do that's it that's the number is <laughs> so that's the and then and then honestly the other part then becomes is if if we're not doing that if we're not waiting for a text from god or a cloud yeah. to come down with a number yeah. illuminated on it so then what are we so we're looking for vulnerability mm-hmm. we're looking for and i like how you said it scott to be honest about the things that i say that i believe and then how i live or how i even communicate with him like yeah. prayer Prayer forces us to say, okay, you say everything is God's. Now let's talk to him about that, and you'll find out maybe not so much. Yeah. Okay, so there's the, yeah. I, I, there's I say that I don't own anything, but I yeah. act as though I do. Yeah. Prayer prayer forces me to come to terms with that in, the, in his presence. If I'm honest. If I'm honest, yeah. yeah. Like if you're honest and you're genuinely praying and you're walking through this, there is the vulnerability that then leads to the awareness. Mm-hmm. So then, like, what are we asking our people to do? Because I think sometimes people can go, well, here's what I feel comfortable with doing. And I've had people say this, and I kind of get it, mm-hmm. that when God leads, he mm-hmm. leads you to a number that you're comfortable with. He leads you he leads you to a sense of peace, right? Because God would, is a God of order, and God is a God of peace. And so, therefore, <laughs> like, I'm sure that you have a sense of peace about this, right? Yeah. Is, is that what we're saying? Mm-hmm. Scott? It's, it's Again, it's, is that... Is that the God that has revealed himself to us? That I mean, and so I think there can be seasons where, you know, where you could where you could say, Yeah, God is is God is loving and he's giving and he's bestowing and I am benefiting from his just really like pouring out um, on me blessings and whatever however you want to describe that. A lot of times people do describe that as as money, which I think is is part of a problem. I mean, yeah. it's yep. it's when oh, I got a raise, God has blessed me. It's like okay, so everyone who doesn't get a raise, what's you know, or mm-hmm. and so it's there when we it's just it's just challenging us, you know, to think about God in the way in which He's revealed Himself to us, and not in the way in which we want Him to be. And mm-hmm. and that is a that that's the integration part that that has to be. And you know, it also starts with needing to know who God is and how he's revealed himself. Yeah. That has a that's a big part. And so I think what we find is that God is both the pouring out God, but he's also the God that says, yeah, none of it's yours. Give it back because mm-hmm. I want to use it. And then ugh. Okay. <laughs> I like the first part. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where every time I give, amazingly enough, like my tax refund ended up being $1 more. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, actually, honestly, that's not my... I've seen God do some really cool things mm-hmm. where I was surprised by a gift. Mm-hmm. But I've I've given to a lot of things, and I got nothing, yeah. like, financially back. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I didn't. It was just an expenditure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I didn't get a check in the mail the next day. Like, yeah. that's happened to me mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I think... I think so people are... Well, this will maybe get into the, the end here, but we... God has us in a process, just like like I remember you talking about mission trips and why do I go on a mission trip? Well, because man, it feels so good to serve. And then you go, well, that's kind of, you know, what they really need it. That's why we yeah, go. And yeah. then it's like, okay, well, gosh, there's so many needs. No, God has asked me, and I'm just going to be faithful. Mm-hmm. And then I get to experience all three. You yes, know? yes. And so, like with giving, I think it's there's a process too. There's yeah, like, yep. I'm going to give, and I'm God. I'm trusting you're going to give back. You know, mm-hmm. and, yes, and. Mm-hmm. Like almost everybody that I talk to, that it, that it gives to a level of discomfort, experiences God giving in some in some way that they go. There's a connection there. Yeah. Um, yep. But but then it's moving beyond that. I'm hope I'm giving, hoping to return to yeah. receive. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and just saying, no, God, you have given so much. I I can't even imagine why I wouldn't. You yeah, know? it's like a child saying, no, you take the bigger piece, Paul, knowing that if I say that, Paul will let me have it. Mm-hmm. So it's a reverse way. It's reverse. It's reverse psychology, yeah. right? It's see how reverse. we tricked God into how, giving us more. Exactly. Yeah. I, t- I totally yeah. tricked God. So in the end, the reason why I said to Paul, "No, you mm-hmm. take the bigger piece of pizza," mm-hmm. is because I know that Paul's a nice guy, and Paul's going to say, "No, you take it," and I'm going to go, "Okay." And so it's my way of getting it and looking good. Yeah. And some people treat prayer like that. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about that. We're mm-hmm. saying. Right. That there is many times this connection where God responds back. And then there's sometimes where God responds back at a later time or in a different mm-hmm. way. And sometimes God says, no, I just I want you to give mm-hmm. and just experience the joy exactly. of not getting back mm-hmm. and me sustaining you. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Mm-hmm. Paul, anything you want to yeah, add? Yeah, I love, I love the idea of how you bring emotion into that when you're talking about uh, what joy is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and how that that changes even even all of all of us know that joy has a deeper sense and we feel joy there's a different kind of joy of like getting a refund in the mail joy and there's a joy of sitting in a funeral and just thinking back to a life that has been given and now a life with the lord there's a joy that seems to be deeper more mature um and i think that was i think some of the things that happen when we go specifically to like we are in this campaign of asking people to give and to sacrifice and and to walk through the process we call it discipleship the discipleship process of 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 just exercising trusting in god uh and going further than we ever have and 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 a lot of times that is executed in in the giving of our finances that we we start to experience all these emotions and god god lets us have those emotions which he's given us so that he can grow us um and so when i think of coming up with a number and being excited about it and then going to God and, and then having those conversations with the spouse as we navigate that and then getting back and the little things, the little nuances of unexpected bills or I forgot to think about this three years from now and what are we going to do with that? And, and you start to get nervous and you start to have fear and you, and God exposes <laughs> in your heart yeah. all, all the things it's that the may be broken, immaturity, yep, yep, or yep. even Satan – like, are you sure this is what you want to do? And it's it's so it's not so much just even coming up with a number to put down and trusting God. It's then when you've come up with that, and we've been doing this for a long time now. So we we we've kind of been in a a prayer. Yeah, we've been specifically for, for this. this yeah. yep. That now I'm I'm starting to get these second guesses, you know, um, and and so even in the process that yeah, God is still who He was, uh, and still is. And am I am I trusting in this? Hey, I can justify lowering that number or you know taking a loan instead of trusting him in the process of it i mean there's sure. all of these things that happen and it's gonna like okay let's let's continue to have this conversation with god and then for those of us who are married or in a family context to have that conversation with our family because he's doing something in all of us yeah. and then i would say that extended whether it's a life group or a Sunday school class or a group of people you sit on sit with on sunday morning it's the body doing this and it's the energy that brings an incredible a joy that's different um and it's and it's and it's uh casted that way i I just think that that process that experience that moves us from where paul and julie were until where where paul and julie are going to continue to be and god's not going to be done that i I think that's incredible the emotion so what you're described both of you keep going back to like this isn't a let's find the number it's like God, like reveal to me my heart. Reveal to me like how I look at you and how I look at how you you sustain me. Let me look at how I 
I treat the things that you've already given me. Let me look at how how connected I am to the ministry of um, of your of your kingdom and of your purposes. So it's not just so God didn't give either of you a number. How would you if I were to say uh, to you, did God give you a number or not? What would you say? Yes or no, Scott? Nope. No. I would say no. I would say I came up with a number and then God has been working that number and yeah, same and, here. and challenging me in that. Okay. Um uh you've you've given a number to mm-hmm. to the to the turned in a number. To, to, you've turned in a number already. Not yep. that a lot of you are listening going, wait a second, I didn't know we were supposed to do that. We're not at that stage for Everyone. many of our people, so we're still wanting to yeah. build up to this. So yep. this Sunday is when I'm gonna begin to really formally ask our congregation to begin to pray and begin to think. And so that's why this podcast mm-hmm. um hopefully will help them do that. Right. Um but in the end, and I like how you even said it, so could God change your number between now and it's a three-year commitment between right. now and May 2021. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Say, I, I think so yeah. too. Yeah. So it's not like a final thing that even moves. Like it, it literally, lots of variables could come in. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that's even good for our people to hear. Um, specifically, then, um, you know, Scott, back to you. you. Tell me, tell me what you, tell me what you did. Tell me what your prayer life looked like. Yeah. In you personally, with you and Ryan. Like, tell me, tell me what that looks like. So. You know, my, my our our process started probably a year and a half to two years ago when there was a challenge kind of given if we're going to enter into this. A, a, after we decided, hey, I think we're going to have to do this building campaign. This is something the elders are leading. This is something we believe is needing. And then it was like, okay, this is this is something that we're going to be challenging our staff mm-hmm. to do is is to double your tithe. So that's where it started. So literally, it was that I mentioned it to my wife. We processed that, and it was like, oh, well. Okay, we'll we'll just and that that was it. There was no I didn't pray really much more about it. I just <laughs> honestly until probably February is when is when all of a sudden it started like I haven't prayed about this really at all. So what what does that mean? So that was the that was the, the initial number and then um and then it it's kind of grown from there and even even recently there's been recent conversations about it potentially growing again. It's and 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 I can honestly say um, I didn't, you know, some, some, I've heard people talk about he prays and then she prays and they come up with a number and they get together and they're like, their number's the same. <laughs> I haven't had that experience. <laughs> um, I haven't had that experience. Yeah. And so yep. it's been, yep. it's been, okay, this is, this is, a, this is a good, this is a good number. And then it's. Who, who does the finances in your house? My wife. She, she. So you're fully aware and she does them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she, I'm going to ask you the same question in a second here, Paul. Yeah. But yeah, so that's she's the brains. So she of our kind of runs that. So she's sure. very aware. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so in our, in our relationship, this is actually what we talked about this morning. Um, is is she's the she's the bookkeeper and she's looking at all the pluses and minuses and she's constantly aware. And then I I, I get I get the the privilege I guess of not being bogged down by all the details to be able to say. Hey, I mean, I I know where our numbers are. I know where we're at, and I I feel like we can do this. What do you think? You know, and so there's always kind of like, I'm I'm here and she's here, and we're and we're we're figuring out together. Um, and that's been how it's been. And 
And it's not a matter of like, you know, it's, it's interesting because Andrew and I have a similar similar dynamic, although mm -hmm. I kind of manage both sides. Okay. Okay. But it's similar dynamic in terms of personalities. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this quite a bit. Where I'm saying, and I, I got to be careful, how do I describe this? I'm more of the idealist and yeah. Andrea is more practical. Yeah. That's right? us. It's not like I'm generous and she's stingy. Yeah. It's not that, but I'm one that's more quick to, let's go out and eat. And Andrea's the one like, can we afford to go out and eat? Like before we just run down to, you know. Yeah. Eskimo Joe's, I want to know, hey, what do we do here? Do we yeah. do we stop or do we go to, right? And so mm -hmm. that's kind of how we operate. Mm -hmm. Same in your household. Mm -hmm. Same for you, Paul? No, I am the money's guy. I am the okay. numbers guy. I track so it all the time. You're the, the one time. that's kind of more the, yeah. the gatekeeper and Julie's the... Let's go do this. No, no, I'm the gatekeeper who also is a spender. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. My wife is the saver, um, but but trust me to okay. to make sure that things are taken care of. And so the dynamic is for me to come up with a number was, you know, like like I think we talked about a couple years ago when we were, hey, we're going to do this, and you threw out this, hey, so plan on doubling, and I'm going. Bring it on! I'm, I love that kind of an idea. I so I have that to start wrestling, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> Bring it and on. lose miserably. Yeah. And so in the double, I had that mind, and then you know, kind of watching what we were giving and going, okay, what's that double? And so I had that number, and I just kind of told Julie, "This is what we're going to do." And she had a look in her eyes, like, "It's going to take me a while to get what you've just done." Yeah, and so. That's where the prayer came in, and it's not. And, mm -hmm. and just be clear, right? You both love Jesus. Oh yeah, yes. you both yeah. are committed to the cause of Christ, right? And I, I want people to hear that because yeah. you know sometimes so Andrea will tell me sometimes it's really easy for you to be generous because you always are, and it really kind of removes the opportunity for me to be. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. when you decide, Jim, that you're just going to give that away, then mm -hmm. we don't even have it anymore to give. And if right. I would have had the opportunity, maybe I would have given it away, but mm -hmm. I can never get to it before you've already given it away. Mm -hmm. And I, I really, that, that was really humbling mm -hmm. because I thought, wow, their generosity can look like a number of things. Right. And so, you know, in, I want our people to hear that yeah. it's not like we're the spiritual ones and Julie and Andrea and Ryan are the, are the stingy ones. Right. No, it's like, and I like to think of it more of the ideal versus practical. Yeah. Because well, Andrea could, would even. Can be Andrea an air would, on both sides. Yes. Sure. And Andrea yeah. would caution me. And this is where I, she's been. My, my dad used to always accuse me when I would fill up my plate that my eyes were bigger than my stomach. Mm -hmm. And so in the end, I look like a fool because I have all this leftover food that's going to go to waste. I'm the guy that can, if he's not really careful, overcommit mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden look like the fool. Right. I'm the guy that didn't count the cost at the beginning. And mm -hmm. Andrea, I've seen her use it. I've seen God yep. use this in my life. Mm -hmm. She's just trying to say, hey, before you say we're going to give that amount of money, mm -hmm. like, can we give that? Mm -hmm. it, she's not going, I don't want to give it. She's just yeah. going, like, I, I could easily put down on the campaign $40 million. Sure. <laughs> Andrea would be going, like, okay, I, I don't even know where we would get $40 million. Ah, it's just, let's just put $40 million. She would go, we don't have $40 million. Yeah. What, What's the plan for the $40 million? Right. Yeah. right. And that's where she right. becomes really helpful for me. It's mm -hmm. not, it, it's, it is that kind of that practical element. It mm -hmm. is that let's think through this. Let's, let's work through this. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, and I think that's what's interesting because since we have been talking about this, um, in theory, for a few years. I mean, literally, as a staff, as leadership, this has been on the minds for sure. two and three years. Yep, yep. Even probably before that, that there's going to be this point where we're going to do this. And then here in the last six months, bringing teams together to, to put a committee together to lead yeah. this, and now here, other families in the struggle and asking the question, because as a numbers guy, I can put it to a number and I can get there and, and figure out. And then it's like, okay, 
as I'm praying about this, God's going, okay, you figure that out. Good for you. You're just doing what you've always done. Mm-hmm. And how has this, how is this growing you? Right. And so that's where my wife slows me down and goes, okay, help me to see those numbers. Sure. And then our conversations last week were, are we doing enough? Because I remember, I think Marshall saying, and I've heard others saying, I don't know if I'm still making a commitment. And then for some reason we feel like, am I giving where it hurts us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, where in what I mean by that, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, I'm going to give this and I'm still going to eat out whenever we want to eat out. And we're still going to go on vacation. We're still going to buy a car if we need one. We're still going to fix our, and the answer is, yeah, some of those things you need to do. I still need to, to I need to still fix the, you know, I need to call a plumber and get this done. Uh, I need to do these kinds of things because that's sustaining at some level, but what am I, and, and as I hear younger families, specifically specifically on staff, where they're, they're thinking about cutting, like getting rid of cable or going to one car, or I'm going, oh. Yeah, they're really taking it. And, and so what I've, I'll just go jumping into, so as we've been praying, Julie and I, um, we begin thinking, you know, who in our church that we're going to call to this who who maybe giving for the first time is something they're going to do. Like they, yeah. they don't tie, they don't yeah. give anything. Yeah. This is discipleship too. So as what this opportunity to give to a campaign is doing is putting the idea of trusting God with our finances. And what does that look like for us to do for the very first time? So the prayer, going back to the, what we're talking mm-hmm. about, the prayer is literally like God, not just give me the number, but yep. God, like, teach me to trust you. Teach mm-hmm. me to trust you. God, mm-hmm. teach me to trust you. Mm-hmm. And that becomes the ongoing prayer. So it's so funny when we say ask for God to reveal mm-hmm. this number, it's like, and also find joy in giving and also trusting in the, when, when it does get complicated, right. you know, and right. you have and, a plumbing problem in the middle of the giving thing. How do I, how do I manage this? And mm-hmm. God, now I need wisdom. Am I just going to go get a second mortgage? Is that what mm-hmm. I should do? Or is that not, not what I should do? Do I give it all right at once? or do I give this in lump sums? I mean, there's all these different pieces that when you have a normal, ongoing relationship, which is kind of what you were getting at, Scott, mm-hmm. this isn't, you've never prayed before, go home and pray about this. Yeah, It's it's literally like, if you do, and that's something we'll be talking about this Sunday, mm-hmm. like that will just seem strange and weird and forced. Right, yeah. right. Now, you know, I, I think it'd be good. I, I want to explain, so how do we get to this? We're throwing around double your tithe, double your tithe, double your tithe. Right. That's not even that complicated of a reason why we mm-hmm. kind of began the process there. Mm-hmm. Is that, A, the reason why we can't just consider our tithe part of this <laughs> is because, like, our tithe that we give mm-hmm. already goes to pay for everything that already exists. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. if we just say, hey, I'm not going to give at all to the church over the next three years. I'm just going to give to this campaign. Well, then... Yeah. We we can't function. Right. And so if Scott and Ryan or Paul and Julie or Jim and Andrea just stop giving to the regular ongoingness of mm-hmm. Sunnybrook Christian Church and just give to the campaign, although it might look generous, the truth is is that but then what do we do with the electric bill that comes due at the fifteenth of this month? What right. do we do with our insurance bill and staff salaries mm-hmm. and our mission stuff that's right. gonna be given out? What how do we tell our missionaries, hey, we're not mm-hmm. gonna be able to give to you anymore? Because everybody's giving to this. That's that's the problem, is that we're ac- asking people to give over and above. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we talk about doubling is because when we looked at the cost of this building, it'll be around right. that $5 million mark. And we don't want to do this over like 20 years. Right. We want to kind of get into the building so that we can use it and costs keep going up. So we've looked at a three-year commitment. Mm-hmm. And if our budget is about 1.8, 1.8, 
eight-ish million dollars, and you triple it. you triple that. Mm-hmm. So to double your tithe for three years then kind of allows us in that five-ish million dollar mark, which allows us to do it, not have debt, mm-hmm. and then continue on from there. So that's mm-hmm. kind of how we got it. Mm-hmm. So right, if you're wondering. Right. How did we get that? It's the ongoing expenses continue all right right now, mm-hmm. and then it moves it moves beyond that so that we can we can take care of this, yeah. and that's kind of how we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we're kind of wrapping up, um, any specific advice that you would give our people that mm-hmm. you guys have worked through individually, Paul? Well, I mean, I would I, my advice comes from what is God saying to me as we've kind of spent intentional prayer about this kind of a sacrificial gift from Paul and Julie's perspective. And one of the things that Julie and I have both come together is we've talked about what is God saying as you're praying. We both pray in the morning. She's upstairs. I'm downstairs. And then sometime during that week, we talk about, you know, as we pray for the different things we're interceding for and who God is and what we're reading. Uh, The thing that we seem to be hearing, that's, you know, not audibly, but just seems like sensing, sensing is that, um, Having done this before a couple of times and at different seasons of life, understanding what people are praying for and, and what is the the big elephant in the room for them, you know, i.e. kids with braces going to college, you know, doctor's bills, like, you know, we can't protect, we don't know how that's going to flesh out. Being in a place where we're empty nesters, it seems like to us, God is saying one of the ways we're going to give is not only in sacrificing a, sacrificing a number, but is like have eyes and ears to sense the needs of people that are sacrificing and how do we come alongside them? Mm. Like invite them over to eat because they're sacrificing going out to eat. Mm. Um, Childcare, um, you know, let's all come together and do something to fix your house that instead of paying somebody to do that, we're going to save that cost for you. God's going to supply. And and so how are we going to be conduits to supply some of the needs that you have? And so, Julie and I have definitely felt like, how do we do that and flesh that out with with just even, uh, for me specifically, uh, other folks on staff, younger families that are looking at us with deers in the headlights and going, we're going to come alongside you. We don't know what that looks like, but we want to come so- alongside you. You're still going to have a date night. And, and you may just go home and watch a movie and we got your kids at our house. Yeah. You know, whatever that might look like. So it seems like God is saying, uh, not only sacrifice with the finance, which is what we're going to do and feel like God's even pushing us in that, but also with our time and how do we do that to bless uh, the body of Christ in, in our neighborhood. Yeah. So that's one thing I'm hearing from him. That's so. awesome. No, that, I like how real that is. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. think, think in, other, in other ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scott? Um, so I, I did this recently. I'm always fascinated by by prayer and and spe- specifically like what the Bible says about it. And so I, I went back and just was reading some of the bigger prayers in the Old Testament. And it's and it's there's a pattern that seems to be there. You know, uh, you have Solomon in First Kings. We have Moses in Exodus. You have Solomon in First Kings. You have um, you have Nehemiah in Nehemiah one, Daniel in Daniel nine. So you have all these, and and there's this pattern of confessing who God is, and what He's promised. Um, and then there's a confession of like how we fall short, who we are and our limitations and how we fall short. And then there's this ask God, we're going to ask you to do what you said you're going to do. We're going to ask you to do what you promised. And, and I think, I wonder if that, that could be mm-hmm. seen, you know, in going back to who is God that we're talking to about these things to be able to, to be able to sit down and say, God, this is who you are. You are a generous God. You are a giving God. You are a God that provides and, and, over and above 
my needs. And this, these are, this is my, my, I have the tendency to want to hold on to. I have the mm-hmm. tendency to want to keep. I have the tendency to want to, but God, I'm asking you to help me understand how I can be more like you. I want to, you know, how I can give. So whether it's a number or it's a percentage or it's a, or it's a, a heart, you know, God, yeah, an start, yeah, yeah start yeah, there yeah. and let God, and I would even say too, like if by May 13th is our commitment Sunday, mm-hmm. if by May 13th you're still in, you're in the process and then by July God is still working on you, you have, like there's not, <laughs> May 13th is the deadline, it's like no, yeah, yeah start somewhere yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. trust God, continue to have this heart and back to your like prayer from missionary letters, mm-hmm. what I found is when I give, then I pray. Yeah, like no, I know to say, oh, I'm going to pray. So it's a we little can't bit really of like give. where your treasure is, your heart will yeah, be. Yeah, some, right somebody along. said that. Yeah. Who said uh, that? There was somebody. Yeshua. Yeah, yeah that, that Jewish guy. <laughs> yeah. So, but Jewish it, God. it really does. The more uh, Jewish guy, God. Yes, guy, God. Hundred percent both. Hundred percent both. Um, love so, him. Love him. Love him. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's true. Like yeah, you you may just be asking for prayer, but truly. I'm going to really pray when I feel like I've made an investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. there's that. You know, it's yeah. interesting because I've, I've just been thinking about this. Andrew and I have talked about it, and I'm not saying you have to, but like I, I have not like prayed with her about mm-hmm. this. I'm just going to confess it. Like she's, I'm sure, prayed about it. I know I've prayed a ton about it. Yeah. Um, but we've never actually like prayed together about it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we've talked about it. It's not yeah. like I, you know, we, we yeah. did. We kind of worked through a lot of that stuff, but mm-hmm. we've not actually sat down and prayed together. Mm-hmm. In terms of what that's going to look like, mm-hmm. and you know, it's interesting because Andrew I didn't did not do the you have a number, I yeah. have a number. You know, a lot of it was since I kind of manage that aspect mm-hmm. of things, you know, and I even walked through that whole process. It was kind of fun because she's like, "Okay, how how are we going to do what you just said?" And I began to describe it. And by the time I was done, she's like, "Oh, so then should we give more?" Exactly. <laughs> that's what she said. She's mm-hmm. like, "Okay, you just explained how we were going to do it, mm-hmm. and not that it was crazy easy, but that it was." Like, it didn't bother her yeah. anymore, right? Yeah. She's like, oh, okay, I never thought about that. Yeah, you know, that's kind of one of the things we, we talked about is because we get paid every other week, mm-hmm. right? So then twice a year, Andrew and I get extra paychecks, right. yep. which I know goes into everything else that we already have. But what if we just figure out a way to not need that? Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the ways that we're just we're going to work through our year and work through our budgets and work through everything. And so instead of just calculating that in, so that's one of the things that we were talking about doing. She's like, oh, I never really thought about that. Yeah. That'll be kind of even good. It'll focus our attention. So anyway, there's all these you know creative elements that come to yeah. place, but I, I haven't. I have not sat down. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've prayed, but we have not prayed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I think I need to probably mm-hmm. go home and do. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Okay, good. Um, man, we, we're here to go through this whole process with you that we don't mean prayer is the most important thing, but we really want you to give your money. That's not what we really intend. Right. Um, it, it is deep and rich, and we're asking you to seek God's favor and to seek God's purpose in your lives and to join to his mission and to put your treasure so that your heart might be so that you can experience the joy of knowing that you are a um, a kingdom enveloped person and family. And so that's how can we see all of these things folding together. If you want to continue this conversation, man, guarantee you, Paul, Scott, myself, Steve, or would you? Absolutely. There we go. We got an absolutely from Steve. So I, I just, and I know everybody would elders would. So if you want to talk about this, honestly, 
um, you hear the word double your tithe and you're going, wow, that'd be easy for me because we really don't give very much. Mm-hmm. Like, let, maybe we need to talk about what does that actually look like. Um, so we want to invite you into that conversation in the end, not so that we can have a building, mm-hmm. but that we might glorify the creator of all. Amen. That is our desire. Love you guys, Amen. and cool. we'll see you.